Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And this week we're discussing Murder in Tempo, which is episode 14 from season 12 and originally aired on the 11th of January, 1996. Our writers for this episode, so the story is by David Thoreau, who only wrote one episode, which is, this is it. Might as well be this, you know? (laughs) The teleplay (laughs) was by Lawrence Heath, who wrote 10 episodes, but we haven't watched any of them yet. So this is our first Lawrence Heath original. It's 1996. (laughs) The plot's about to get convoluted. So here we go, everybody. So... Jessica, along with Beth Hazlitt, played by William Wyndham, are in a bid to try to save this area called the woods, which is, as you might expect, a natural wooded area in Maine that they're trying to preserve. To do that, Seth is putting on a charity concert with the super cool group In Tempo. Mm -hmm. In Tempo is comprised of lead singer Tommy Vaughn, played by Keith Caloris, his wife and keyboardist Udella Vaughn, played by Amy Hathaway, guitarist Blue Maddox, played by John Livingston. And I think those were all of the members that that I wrote down. <laughs> Anyways, there's there was the a- one guy. There's the guitarist and there's I don't I was very mesmerized by the drummer anytime they showed him, but yeah. he had no lines. But the other guitarist we talked to about the shoes. Yes. So there is other members of the band. They are managed by Wiley Trey, played by John DeKino. And they their set is being put together by Dan, the electrician, played by Sam Anderson. So there's a lot of toing and froing within the group because Johnny's just got, oh, sorry, not Johnny, sorry, Tommy has just gotten out of rehab. He's a real bad boy. And he and Udella are on the rocks. Tommy is kind of dating local girl Rachel Weldon, played by Megan Gallivan, who's also Blue's ex-girlfriend because Blue is from Cabot Cove. His dad is Jim Maddox, played by Josh Taylor, who is trying to get the rights to the woods and is essentially trying to wheel and deal um, first with Seth, but then when that's not successful with Wiley to try to get the band not to play. In the midst of all this, someone tries to shoot Tommy while they're performing. And so everything's thrown into array. They might cancel the show. Tommy's voice isn't working as well because he's been in, I guess he, when he was using alcohol a lot, he wore it out and he needs surgery to fix it. Uh, Rachel works at a um, record shop with Hal Palmer, played by Ernie Lively, who is also kind of, He's also kind of an electrician sort of with like appliances and stuff. He sets up Jessica's hi-fi. I thought that Hal was Rachel's dad. Turns out he's just her boss. So which comes in, it becomes important later on. Anyways, Tommy at some point is actually electrocuted while they're practicing and he dies and everybody becomes a suspect, you know, Jim, because he's trying to get the woods, uh, even Seth is sort of in trouble because he's mortgaged his home to try to put the show on so that the show can raise enough money to save the woods. Uh, Sheriff Mort Metzger, played by Ron Massick, is investigating, of course, alongside Deputy Andy Broom, played by Lewis. Well, and someone tries to sniper him a few times. Did you already mention that? Yeah. Yeah. Like so many times. Like a million times someone's trying to shoot him. Anyways, so we get to the the end of the episode and also that like everybody has their own motives for wanting Tommy dead. He seems, you know, it was difficult. Anyways, at the end, it turns out that it was Hal Palmer because he's in love with Jeff with Rachel. Sorry. So she's definitely not his daughter, which that was, it was news to me when he said it, because then I had to go look up to see if their last names were the same. I was like, this is so yeah. confusing. He was in love with Rachel. He didn't want Rachel to get with Tommy. And yeah, anyways, it ends quite happily because they put the show on, I guess, without Tommy and they managed to raise the money. Seth doesn't have to sell his home, I guess. And Rachel is off to Harvard Business School to do whatever business it was that she was going to do and Blue and her like sort of friends again or maybe dating again. Anyways, 
this um another person this episode by the way is gene o'neill who's the librarian played by madeline rue now on to the fun fact which will link to that piece of information so angela lansbury heard that madeline rue who was suffering from ms was in danger of losing her screen actors guild medical coverage because she wasn't working enough to qualify so she created the part of Jean the librarian to bring Rue back for two episodes every year so she wouldn't lose her insurance. Aww. So you remember Jean because she's at the like um rally, like yeah. rally evening event that Jessica speaks at and she says, What a wonderful job Jessica did. So that 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 was her part. She's another she was the one that said to stop at the library. Yeah, and she does appear in other episodes. I think she has a more major role i i thought there was one where she has like a pretty major role i'm gonna Mm -hmm. check so yeah so this episode megan picked it Mm -hmm. um we got five minutes in and i immediately texted her and was like oh my god because (laughs) the very first thing we see is seth setting up the show saying we need a space for the nachos and espressos which i was like okay yep 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 yep, perfect sounds great and then the band starts playing and a honestly (laughs) megan i you did a wonderful reenactment earlier i don't know if you feel comfortable sharing the song with us (laughs) (laughs) i need to get the tune It'll, it'll, I'll get there. But yeah, um, I'm going to make an impassioned argument in the beginning of this. That I, <laughs> other than potentially petite feet, this episode has it all. <laughs> got terrible young Cabot Cove man. Terrible old Cabot Cove man. Yeah. He's got original songs. Right. And then mm-hmm. I think it hits almost all of our beats. So I just when we're sharing the now. You're no, you're right. That what comes for me and you something. Ashley's making Ashley's making something. It's tough. And then when his like voice would crack and it's like we've got like someone like oh a whole shooting scene where people are like flying off the stage <laughs> an amp falls on Seth's head I don't really know what else you guys could ask me for. <laughs> a creepy guy like an inner like who has a creepy crush on someone way too young you know you bring mm-hmm. up a lot of great points thank you and not one but two songs we've got sharing and then the one about like I don't need Caring. to like start over Caring. Like, with you well the the lyrics of sharing i wrote down a few because i genuinely was like this is the worst thing i was like because the the fact that they say the sharing of love which is already bad and then they say they're singing a song of love that lives within us all well in the other song they say since love is so personal it had to be with you (laughs) i don't know love is so personal though you guys like that speaks to me that comes from me and you sharing (laughs) well because what happened was i was trying to find a later season episode (laughs) to recommend (laughs) and i was like you know what? I actually really like this episode. <laughs> and rewatching, there is more to it than I could have even dreamed. All the merch in the yeah, store. the merch is great. Her yeah. Johnny Vaughn shirt. Rachel wears a Johnny Vaughn shirt that I. Tommy, I keep calling him Johnny too. <laughs> the way you're saying Johnny Vaughn, it sounds like a weird way to say like Givenchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like so glamorous the, you're right the, the guitarist goes you're pushing it too hard tommy <laughs> oh and they show the exterior of the hill house motel which i just went to 
Yes, you did. But yes. then what I liked even better, which I mean, I didn't go inside and I'm assuming is not there, is they show like the neon sign of the Hill House bar <laughs> in the inside. Oh, God. And you're right, Megan. It does have everything. Because at the beginning of the episode, Jessica says, oh, my Ted Hartley appointment has been canceled. So we even get a Ted Hartley shout out in this episode. Rachel's kind of a Susan. Total Susan. Yeah. Tommy, but you're married. (laughs) It's like, you knew that a week ago, lady. What difference does now make? The other singer is named Udella. (laughs) I don't know what else you guys can. You're right. And there is a Jonathan in here. Did we already talk about Jonathan? Jonathan. Yeah. I mean, I, I would make an argument for both younger men as sort of being Jonathan's, but Blue really takes the game. had like mm-hmm. a career, trage- like, I don't know. Blue was just such a sad sack. And we had the whole like someone who's just like peaced out right after high school and then is mm-hmm. mad that his ex is dating someone else. Like didn't wait for him to maybe come back. <laughs> There is something about this episode that is hilarious, though, where Tommy keeps going on and on about how great Cabot Cove is. And he's like, Cabot Cove just makes for great people about like all the people that have grown up there. And it's like our entire podcast is based around the theory that Cabot Cove is a monstrous place to have been. <laughs> I know. Met the men from Cabot Cove, the graduates of Cabot Cove High School. Well, the crazy thing is, Tommy ends up getting killed by one of these wonderful down home Cabot Cove dudes. So I have to say, I was really nervous when I saw the youth. And I was like, this better not be. <laughs> I was so nervous. I've just got to tell you, that's it. Well, I mean, Hal was the the store owner, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the number of weapons that he owned, (laughs) because he has a a shotgun with a a scope on it. And then at the end, he pulls a handgun on Jessica. That's true. Well, and the setup with the shotgun, I mean... He was like in an open parking lot with like, <laughs> like stadium lighting on him. <laughs> like <laughs> there's this one scene where they're having the party and he has the scope. Yes, on this Tommy, and then Jessica's head just appears in the shot. <laughs> 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 And then like one of the cops comes up and he just like scurries away, but the cop is like five feet away from him. And he's just like backing up with huge shotgun and like he running off down the hill. Oh, yeah. Ernie Lively also is not like a small man. He's quite yeah. tall. And uh, I mean, oh, can I please, did you guys not also think he was her dad? Yeah, oh, yeah. I 100% did. Okay. I've seen this episode a few times, so I remembered that he was the bad guy, but I couldn't remember if it was because I thought it was because he was her dad and he didn't want her to date this guy. I didn't remember that he was just weirdly in love with her. I mean, I made a note. I wrote Rachel's dad's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, I mean, this is our third Ernie Lively episode, and it's just it's gone from really good where he was the cop in mm-hmm. John Diabolik. I said that really weird. But anyhow, then he gets blown up in Northern Explosion. <laughs> and then here he doesn't get blown up. He gets shot in Northern Explosion. Oh, who got blown up? The other guy. <laughs> oh, right, right. The right. guy from the airplane. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I know because yeah, I made Glennis watch it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> you One more for the road. Because I wasn't, I mean, shocked, but I wasn't like really paying attention. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. He literally just like stepped on something and got blown up. And then today I was like, should we watch it again? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was also laughing when Rachel calls to, I guess, check on Seth. And then she's like, instantly asks Jessica if she knows Tommy. 
She's like, he's so sweet. Like he does, he's not like a bad boy. Jessica's like, why are you telling me this? Yeah, she's like, psychopath. He's, he's, bad boy he's got label. a bad boy label, but he's like, <laughs> bad boy label. Label. He's got that bad boy label. <laughs> Where are you from? You don't know bad boy label. <laughs> 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 yeah bad but it's like jessica's worried about seth like not like girl talking with you rachel also yeah these people are not she basically was like you think he's hot though right jessica and jessica's like what are you talking about <laughs> oh god he's got that bbl bad boy <laughs> label <laughs> I did not know where you were going with that acronym. (laughs) Bad boy label, Ashley. Ashley, I'm all about that bad boy label. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Oh, and I loved when the manager was telling them, you guys were good as hard rock, but now you're crushing it, like contemporary popular. Like, were they ever hard, like hard Hard rock? rock? These guys? unlikely. I mean, eh. <laughs> like these dorks were singing hard rock. I know. And then Udella's really into her braiding. <laughs> her friendship bracelet braiding. It calms her down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the braid stuff's so weird. It's all like leather braiding or something. Oh, like, I always thought it was just your traditional. It probably was. Thread. It was just quite thick. They were like quite, yeah. Like, like chunky braids so you're like what is that even for she had right, one like right. down her braid like the side of her hair no so i missed like, that oh my god yeah it's like yeah. bordering on like carpet weaving <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like <laughs> i also was laughing that seth spends most of the episode with like a bandage around his forehead with his bangs over them (laughs) (laughs) i can't the way the way in last week's episode where the guy sneezing is causing me a lot of stress and anxiety Seth, as a human was causing me a lot of stress and anxiety he rolled off the stage he hurt himself then that briefcase of invoices he mortgaged his house for this I mean, and he was gonna sell that many day of tickets, but then Jessica was like kind of rough, and she she says something about she's guilt tripping, and she's like, "How bad are you gonna feel if they tear down the woods?" It's like Jesus, yeah, yeah that was that was pretty brutal. I know because Seth was like reasonably like I don't think it's appropriate for us to put the show on anymore when the lead singer of the band has been killed in it well it was an accident but then they realized it was murder and it's like that's a totally normal reasonable thing and Jessica's like Seth <laughs> no you've got to do the it show must go the, on you're letting the town down if you don't do it and it's like jessica this is really creepy <laughs> no and then she's mad that Met, sheriff metzger is arresting blue because she basically doesn't want him to arrest him so that they can go on with the concert yeah that was pretty brutal yeah <laughs> I don't know. And then the other thing, like speaking of Sheriff Metzger, is he was drinking his coffee from a beer stein. And I was like, his coffee <laughs> cup. Yeah, it was a giant mug. And I was like, these coffee cups have gotten progressively bigger. That's insane. It was a beer stein. <laughs> it was There's huge. Just so many insane things in this episode. I was like, what is happening? And I couldn't figure out. Um, Who's the actor that wants to buy the woods? Who's the character that wants to buy the woods? Roman from Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm thinking the dad from Hogan Family. Um, I uh, only think of him as being Dylan McKay's dad. That's uh, blown up in 90210. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Yes. Josh Taylor. Because I feel, isn't he the Hogan Family dad? Uh-huh. Okay. And he is a Roman from Days, yeah. right? No, he's it's, all, he's all three of those things. The man of <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Because I remember on days, he's always the one that isn't John Black. And you're like, oh, is Marlena going to dip her toe back in those Roman waters? And it's like, no, not really. Not when she's got It's funny. I was looking him up just to confirm what I already knew, that he was Jack McKay from 90210. (laughs) But the picture I found was him and I don't know the actress's name, but the character Kate from Days of Our Lives. And I was like, (laughs) like a picture of them together. Wait, which one was Kate? She's the like, um, she likes John. She's like the public, she's like the fashion person. I'll find a picture. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I see her in a fur vest with some very chunky highlights. Yeah, I always really liked her. Kate Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Um, he had a license plate that I didn't know if it was like a vanity plate or not. Yeah, wait, I wrote that down too. And I thought it I said couldn't figure it out. K-I-R-W-N-Z. But yeah. But then I then that, that didn't really make sense, but I thought that's weird that they would zoom in on it like that. Right. Um, fun fact, uh Blue uh is brother with uh <laughs> The guy who plays Blue, his brother is Ron Livingston, who was in uh, Office Space. Oh my gosh. He's the post-it guy from Sex and the City. I did not. Mm. Wow. He's in a lot of 90s stuff. uh, This Blue or Ron Livingston? Blue, but Ron Livingston also is in a lot of stuff too. Blue. Oh my God. He was cute. Isn't Blue the guy from Mr. Wrong? I don't know. The Ellen DeGeneres movie. I have to look now. Yeah, and he was Ellen's assistant on Mr. Wrong. Or is he on Mr. Is he in Mr. Wrong? He's the guy. Uh, yeah, well, in Mr. Wrong, which I believe I saw in a theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. uh, Bill, Bill Pullman is like the guy that she starts dating, but then it turns out he's like crazy. And I thought it was her. She yeah. has a PA He's that likes her. <laughs> yeah. So there's a PA that likes her, and that's this guy. And in the end of the movie, she goes off with with this okay. guy, with Blue. Because he like sort of rescues her from Mexico where Bill Pullman's taken her to. Wow. Wow. So you remember this the scene where he breaks his finger in the in the diner? I gotta say, I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't, you know what you're missing a real treat because was, it was a weird movie then it's probably a weirder movie now but it, you see it at the alexandria i'm sure i saw it at the alexandria and i have seen it since then i'm sure i've seen it <laughs> multiple times <laughs> wait i'm a big bill pullman <laughs> i know i love him too don't get me wrong i just well, and John Livingston is very cute. So he was re- super cute in that movie too. And in the beginning, you're like, I think she doesn't want to date him because he's younger than her or something like that. But he, yeah. Wow. The film really crashed and burned in the last 45 minutes. Is that who is said that? One review on IMDb. Of <laughs> I mean, wow. the setup of it is sort of. <laughs> ridiculous yeah um (laughs) you're a big bill pullman stan (laughs) i've seen it i mean no why not he's great yeah i mean him and casper yes and the older i get the hunkier bill pullman is (laughs) like i feel like he's a like a fine wine wine. (laughs) (laughs) you hit a certain age and you're like well, this guy that I always thought kind of was like a dad is like now kind of hot. He's like, like John Heard. Yeah. He's like a daddy. Okay. Yeah. Or Glynis introduced me to the expression zaddy the other day. And I was like, oh. a zaddy yeah. is a daddy that's fashionable. Yeah. yeah. Also, Classic. I laughed at. It's a later season, you know, it's the last season. I don't think they knew it was going to be last season, but, and Jessica makes a, a Metallica reference. Yeah, she I does. That. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that too. <laughs> I also like the skeezy manager, Wiley. I love the skeezy manager. Spoiler alert, 
biggest hug. Yeah, and me, for me as well. Yeah, um, but when he's being such a creep to the lady in the bar, he's like, that's why we'd have to give you what we call an audition. Such <laughs> a pervert. But he was, yeah, he, yeah. he was great. And then he just has this suitcase full of a million dollars in that. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. It's like I need a slip for that. Right. <laughs> this, oh yeah, the the Metallica line was like, it's like, what did he? What did Mort say that he thought the music sounded like? And she's like, oh no, it's more like Metallica. Oh, I can't remember, but then he wanted, he wanted Guy Lombardo. Yeah, so it's like, whatever happened to Guy Lombardo? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, sorry, uh, really quick. I I now realize the picture that I saw of the guy that plays Roman on Days is his IMDb picture with him and Kate from Days. It's like a really cute picture. Oh, were yeah, they but, together on the show? I can't remember. I I used to be pretty big into Days, but it's been a long time since I watched. That's a fact. <laughs> That's what John Black used to say. Yeah, but you could just time. jump right, jump I'm right in. Probably. Is it still on? Yeah, I'm sure we've had this conversation before, but no, it is. I I think it's hung in there. We there was a summer where we were all watching it. This was one of the summers we went to Tahoe, and we were all watching it. Like it must have been every single day because there was this thing that happened on it where they replaced the character of Belle with a new actress, but she only lasted two weeks because the new actress was not very good. And they got a new Belle in. So we would have, there was old Belle, old new Belle, and then <laughs> new, new Belle. Yeah. <laughs> I think of the phrase old, new Belle. <laughs> Cause I was like, how we knew her. <laughs> old, new Belle. And it was like, we talked about this because we'd because we were all watching it so much because normally you if you miss you would miss a couple weeks you wouldn't have ever known this there was a change in actress right, like right. that that there had been multiple actresses within like a month period that like this character but yes old new bell <laughs> so did you think tommy was a bad boy <laughs> i mean i mean he's just you know he has a bad boy label, but he wasn't really like a bad boy. He was just an angry baby. I was like, okay, yeah. that's a bad boy, I guess. I thought bad boys were meant to be fun. <laughs> yeah, he didn't seem very fun. But then it's kind of sad because he wanted to kind of turn it around and then he got oh, electrocuted. Yeah, by like a crazy person. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who, who was trying to shoot him multiple times and then finally electrocuted him. Like so grim. It, and he could have at, at the concert. I know he had the scope, but it's mm-hmm. he. He could have hurt other people. A lot of people. Yeah. Especially with all the electrical bits floating around. I mean, when he was aiming the weapon, which when um it was Rachel and Tommy, and he's like, oh, I couldn't have hit Tommy without hitting Rachel. It was like, right, because they're stood next to each other. You're even considering shooting somebody when he stood right. next to this the woman you allegedly love because she That's crazy. was nice to you when your wife died. Oh my gosh, sorry, not to keep dwelling on days, but Josh Taylor was on 3,393 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Wow. And that's still on it. He's he's still on it. He's not even the number one. The number one is Deidre Hall, Mm -hmm. who's 5,060 episodes. She's still on it too. I mean, they're all, that's what I kind of, I mean, I like about Days is like a lot of the characters that I know are, you know, they're still on it. I mean, what, that's 10 years? What? Oh, 10 years? No, that's too Wait, wait, 10 years can, wait, what, what like, do you mean? Uh, like, like, if, like, every, if he were to record every day for 10 years, it's probably spread out over like quite a few 20. years. 208 
um, days. Jesus. Like, straight of... And, like, also, these are, like, major characters, so they'll have a lot of lines in every yeah. single episode. I mean, that is mad. Oh, that's a lot. I um I really liked whenever Rachel and Tommy were talking to each other they played like magical like tinkling music mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she's like she, well she she was into the bad boy label but she's also like I don't read the tabloids and I don't watch MTV Mm-mm. I was like you guys seem boring so <laughs> then he says that his dad was a jazz musician dragged him around and then died in an alcoholic ward I was like wow that's that's rough yeah he seemed like he had he was troubled yes what is a hi-fi is that a stereo it's a stereo yeah a lot sweet, of sweet hi-fi hi-fi is a bad yeah Megan, how's your hi-fi working out i don't really have a stereo anymore i just do a little speaker you don't got your hi-fi plugged in that's weird. i mean I, I, no. do you need Hal Palmer to come and hook it up for you I guess up your maybe not him yeah <laughs> maybe not <laughs> him. um okay sh- uh should we go through the beat sorry I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep track of the time that comes from me to you the caring of love <laughs> the love. it's real so bad it's so been bad. like circulating in my head for the last couple of days. I'm not mad about it. No, I had no. a soundbite for. The problem is, I start to think I'm able to sing it, and then it turns into another song. I want you to sing it, and then I want your voice to crack like Tommy's does, because that's <laughs> the best bit. Because they hit those high notes, and he's like, you can't do it. And they do it like three times to really hammer the yeah. point home that his voice, he needs surgery. And Udella's fuming. Udella was so annoying too. She had a fun hat though. Like Did she? <laughs> she's, she's like, it's like watching a cobra with an Easter bunny. I was like, just say regular bunny because the Easter bunny <laughs> is kind of big. Also, an Easter bunny's not real, Udella. Okay. <laughs> I love how Megan said the Easter Bunny's really big and you said it wasn't real. <laughs> oh, sorry, Megan. <laughs> Two really different schools of thought on the Easter Bunny. <laughs> okay, here we go. So, Thunder Weather, we did have a storm. Mm-hmm. Secret door's closet hiding. No poisoning, bludgeoning. Uh, I mean, okay, let me make it. Okay, okay. Hiding. All right, someone's he coming in hiding. super hot. Yeah. Who was? Oh, the sniper. Yeah. He was like grass hiding. He was grassy hiding. knoll yeah, hiding. Yeah. It counts. We're counting it. Poisoning, bludgeoning. Tommy was like very visibly electrocuted. I mean, we got to really live that. Uh, yeah. Um phone wire cut no she, she shaking no window peep you betcha the sniper peeping through that window that the biggest peep of them all yeah. i mean jessica's head just coming into the shot that loretta hairdo blocking out I the mean, sniper do you think <laughs> do you think that was a petite feet like do you really think it was her head <laughs> they're like a stunt person where yeah. like, we do not need you for this shot we just slap this wig on someone have you saunter into the frame fake name id no fuzz slash cop quirk and cop chemistry don't apply because it's more businessy business concerts local concerts you know grassroots stuff charities 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 which require you if you're organizing the concert to mortgage your house to pay for stuff. <laughs> I mean, that is insane. <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's generally not how they work. Also, it's for the local community. I mean, you would have thought the bank would have somehow been at least a little bit, you know, this is like a small town, like that other yeah, people are not just sad. Or the mayor. Yeah. Oh, Sam. Yeah, where was Sam? Yeah. Okay, age ain't nothing but a number. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, let's start with our usual suspects. Mort's 60, Seth is 73, Andy Broom is 40. Okay. So Seth, 
an amp fell on his head, basically, if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> like, he recovered pretty quickly. I mean, it was he a big one. He rolled over. Yeah. yeah. It's called acting. I understand. Gene, <laughs> the librarian, was 61. Um, okay. Cleve the musician, whoever that was, was 39. That's the guitarist. Oh, that's the guitarist. So he was played by Whip Hubley. Dan the electrician was 49. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim Maddox was 53. Okay, so now we got to our core people here. So Hal Palmer was 49. Wiley, mm-hmm. the manager, was 38. Uh, <laughs> Blue was 26. Okay. Udella was 22. Tommy was 29. And that sweet local young girl, Rachel, was 32. <laughs> what? Yeah. She's 10 years older than Udella. Interesting. I would not have guessed that. Because I mean, they're making it like she is 22, right? Or 23. Right. And that Udella's older. Than- I mean, she looks very, very young, in fairness. The actress does well really then i young. guess 49 and 32 doesn't seem as weird as no. i thought he was like 50 and she's 22 mm-hmm. yeah. i mean i think that was maybe what the dynamic was supposed to be wow <laughs> wait and the yeah. electrician was 49 yeah mm-hmm. there you go interesting that's for you guys i that's can't believe rachel is 32 <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's she's just so like twenty-two. Yeah, she was supposed to be twenty-two. I mean, she was, she had that naivete of a twenty-two-year-old. But Tommy, Tommy, you're married. Does that leave us? You guys have known each <laughs> two weeks. It's very Susan Hartley. She's yeah. It's all Susan. The the yeah. the vocal cadence is that of a Susan. Wait, what was Susan Hartley's boyfriend name? Eddie, 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 where's the money, Eddie? (laughs) Why would you go to your CPA class? Eddie, yeah, okay, okay, Rachel. I think Rachel's a Susan for sure. Okay, well, this brings us nicely onto the Jonathan scale. I just wrote, pick your poison. (laughs) I mean, for me, it's blue. Blue is such a Jonathan. He's like a mo. I agree. I agree hung up on this girl that he basically ditched yeah. and then now is mad he's like dad was trying to get me to give up my music yeah like, yeah it's like cool every baby. girl loves to hear that you chose your music over her yeah right okay. and now you're gonna like ask her about her personal life when it's none of your gd business right and she's dating tommy who listen he seems awful but i'm sure he's good it's gonna be fine That's her, her she's like, how far is it gone it's like Ew, none ya business. And then her dad, aka not her dad, is like, Blue, that's a bit over the line, isn't it? <laughs> Dear dad, aka not her dad. <laughs> not her dad. <laughs> oh, God, so creepy. <laughs> Genuinely, when he was like, I just had fallen in love with her. That was the first time I realized that it probably was not her father. Yeah. And I was like, I had to frantically go back and try to sort of figure out. <laughs> I also, I, I did appreciate <laughs> Ernie Lively's commitment to the main accent. He was yes! the only one really trying to do it. I yeah. thought it was actually pretty good. Because it wasn't it. too over the top. It was sort of subtle. I'm in yeah. no mood for your doc humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah, I thought it was good. I agree with you. I thought she did a good job. A no, it's good. It's good. I was actually candidly looking to see what um, Rachel was up to today. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, she's, and it looks like she's a realtor. Oh, good so, for her. Yeah, yeah, she's selling like Bev Hill's properties. Ooh. Oh, get really? it, girl. Yeah, I think... I, I was doing a side-by-side of photos to confirm if it was her. Megan Gallivan. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um, Okay, so these days... So Jonathan Scale, sorry. Jonathan is blue. Susan is uh, Rachel. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, also, fun fact. Megan Gallivan 
was in Teen Witch. Yeah. Who is she in Teen Witch? She's Kiki. One of the popular girls. She's like talking all the smack to the uh, blonde chick uh, because she put a spell on her and then they pushed her into the pool. She's like, I was only kidding. The way that Gwyneth can identify people that have been in Teen Witch, like literally that girl's (laughs) on the screen for maybe a second and then Gwyneth knew. No, I I looked at her IMDb page. Oh, okay. Because I felt very quick that you... Yeah, yeah, but she did look really familiar, and then I was like, "Oh yes, Kiki." She's also in. Um, she's out of control. Ah, yes, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in forever. I feel like she was a real like round the block on like nine hundred two one zero Melrose, but like all those sorts of shows. She looks very nineties, like hot. I'm sure she's hot, hot hot as well. She's selling are very nice. Yeah, because we're all on her Yeah, do Glynis can spot Teen Witch and Earth Girls are easy cast members like Lick and Sweat. Like, it is amazing. <laughs> Look, wait, hold on one second. Oh, you got it? The song? Come on, Megan. Can't hear it. You have to share your audio. But now I don't need to fall in love with you. And then his voice goes like, yeah. that's the second song stop it's the sharing of love (laughs) between you yeah it's great it is (laughs) these days is blue and rachel obviously And I guess he's going to live in Boston and she's going to Harvard. I mean, genuinely, I was like, what is this woman's ambition even? All we know of her is that she had the hots for that bad boy, Tommy Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that business school was on the, you know, was something she was trying to do. She had uh, no ambition that we could see, except that she was very helpful to Seth in trying to help him sort out his like financials for the for wait concert. and blue's dad was was he gonna be in jail in boston was that the deal yes or? i okay, think so he, was he was getting like, charged with something and blue's like maybe it's our chance to start over it's like your dad seems like a monster but go for it blue <laughs> um petite feet no yeah. glamour shots yes siree so many three well we had the in tempo mag cover two two ones yeah, about Tommy, where he's like fresh out of rehab, then their music they're all together, and it's like bad boy Tommy Vaughn. It's like mm-hmm. he really doesn't seem like a bad boy, he really to wasn't me. when you've got Dennis the Capper. Right? <laughs> yeah. When the bar has been set, <laughs> flipping Dennis Stanton, you know what a real bad boy looks like, okay? He ain't yeah. some whingy 29 year old musician, Anyways. exactly. And we also had a glamour shot of Seth at the end with yep. an article entitled 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 Doc Delivers. Yep. I mean, it was great. Smooches. Tommy and Rachel do smooch. They sure do. Even <laughs> though he's married, guys. Tommy, you're married. Yeah. I can't even remember what he says to that. He's like, yes. Well, he's like, we well, we're separated. You know, separate. yeah. <laughs> like, you are correct. <laughs> he's like, it's, yeah, the same thing as it was five minutes ago before right. we started this conversation. But I think he's mad that they were sharing a suite at the Hill House Motel or whatever. In. She was she was mad because they were still probably braiding together. Those braids yeah. were out of control. Mm-hmm. Uh, those braids would annoy me too actually yeah. if I was talking to someone they're constantly braiding twine together or whatever it was she was doing um, the bloody hands we do see the electrocution That's which true. is rough, rough. Um, familial ties no eyes closed head shake yes thank you very much fave outfit worst outfit Ashley <laughs> what do you think uh fave outfit was jessica's um toggle coat mm, oh yeah coat and red purse 
that that's basically the only outfit she's in almost the whole episode, right? Well, she has her jacket off at home, but I don't remember what she was wearing. She wears that really nice, um, like, blouse when she's giving the speech about the the woods. Sorry, got, like, a vest over it. That's Mm. nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Worst outfit is Seth's bandages, and he insists (laughs) on wearing that tweed coat, even with his arm in a sling. It's too stressful. It was too stressful. And then he's carrying that pile of papers <laughs> glennis what do you think uh i really like jessica's red blouse and black vest mm. um, oh that was a nice combo worst outfit is Della's braids i don't know mm. uh-huh. what were those <clears throat> and like wait so uh, just so i'm clear like is that how jessica figured out <laughs> the murder she, she yeah, was like she's- oh, because she's snipping the thread so she remembers seeing snipped wires yeah at the scene Uh, and when uh, ernie lively is setting up her hi-fi yeah right sure that makes a ton of sense you know who else thought jessica looked hot in that speech outfit tommy vaughn he's like you got a real way with words mrs fletcher you're trying to craft stories just like i tried to do with my music oh my God, cool it bro she's not interested in that bad boy label she's not <laughs> megan what about you fave outfit favorite outfit obviously outfit. tommy von t-shirt <laughs> yeah that t-shirt was pretty good kind of goes without saying, right over yeah. that merch yeah um i <laughs> I don't know that I had a word, but now I think everyone's just going to think I'm biased. Um, <laughs> like, Udella's opening outfit, she's wearing, like, this weird, like, shawl and that mm-hmm. hat. I wasn't, yeah. Okay, so my favorite outfit was Wiley's ribbed sweater. His, like, cable knit sweater that he Ooh, yeah. had under his oh, blazer. Yeah. I thought he looked hot in it it was a nice sweater <laughs> and my worst outfit was rachel's poo brown lipstick okay i don't yeah. like yeah. it yeah i mean it's hard because that was like a, a look i mean i had that lipstick i get it she stuck those poo brown lips out she's like tommy give him a smooch oh. <laughs> i get it it's so oh. sexy it's really <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. No. <laughs> I've I've committed never to been it. less sorry. <laughs> sorry about anything I've said. Biggest hunk. Mm, Glennis, what do you think? Biggest. Why are you ignoring me? <laughs> oh, okay, Megan, do you want to go first? Um, I'm gonna say Wiley. Yeah. Oh, you just stole mine. Okay, Glennis, what about you? I'm going to go John Livingston. I know he was annoying, but he's cute. He is cute. He is cute. Is this the first time a Jonathan's been big? <laughs> <laughs> and I normally pay your bottom dollar. I'm going to be watching Mr. Wrong later. No. This already has it <laughs> on not, in the background. <laughs> I'm sure it does not hold up, but I do remember parts of it being kind of funny, but I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, because normally a Jonathan is so annoying that his personality makes him <laughs> repel it. But it was cute. Ashley, hunk. I'd say Wiley. And I would third Wiley. <laughs> I got it. Base. <laughs> would do more i would think you're right home run run. (laughs) (laughs) who are we kidding i mean like set up that audition i'll be there (laughs) oh god um jb burns okay um megan oh sorry uh glennis why don't you start because you didn't get to start the last one yeah um I can't remember who says this, but it maybe Udella says it in reference to Rachel and Tommy. Um, <laughs> she says, it's like watching a cobra with an Easter bunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that felt okay friend. even though she's 30 10 years younger than the girl that he's out that sweet young thing at the, at yep. the record store ashley what about you um my fave moment no no burn no burn oh sorry Oh, I do that. Uh, all I was the time. like, uh, I mean, Seth's one-liners when he says the conscience of a termite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like that. Yeah, Seth is curmudgeonly. He stresses me out, but his lines are really funny. Yes, I agree. Megan, what about you? Yeah, I didn't really have that many like burns. Um, yeah, I guess the conscience of a termite. Um, I did like when. Uh, Hal said your speaker will be your hi-fi will be fine as long as you keep Dr. Hazlitt away from it or something like yeah, that that was funny oh and really quick I did <laughs> okay this character was barely in it but the electrician when he's threatening <laughs> oh my god the developer and he's like you never realize how many switches you turn on and off all the time and you're like whoa <laughs> but I <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. Very menacing. It was very menacing. You're right. Okay, guys. Fave guest star. Ashley, what do you think? Oh. <laughs> um, I think I'll go the developer. Josh. Is it Josh Taylor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that's who I'm going to go with. Glennis, what about you? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'll go Wiley. Okay. <laughs> Megan? All of them. Okay. <laughs> all of them being the band, all of them being everyone. I don't know if you guys noticed, but the, the drummer was serving look while drumming. <laughs> yeah, every single person in this episode. You know what? I'm going to second Megan's. I think, uh, I think you're right. I think as an ensemble, it works perfectly. It's hard <laughs> to pick a favorite. That feels like a burn. <laughs> it isn't a burn. It's just like, it's hard to pinpoint one. They all had their own stuff going on. And I mean, everybody had some weird personality trait that was just like, you had Tommy with this sort of weird, boring outrage. You had Blue being a sad mope about his ex-girlfriend. You had Udella and her braids. You had the drummer who was like <laughs> super into the music, the guitarist that seemed to be a member of the band, but everybody forgot he was there most of the time. <laughs> it was just like, this is perfect. <laughs> See, I'll go with that. Um, Glynis's guess. I went Wiley. Okay. I don't That's know. Probably why. a pretty good guess. Is it? We had monetary investment in it, didn't mm-hmm. he? I think it's a good guess. Yeah, I, we just seemed a little grumpy with Tammy. The uh, Howl thing is kind of sad to have it be the sort of local person, but... But it always is. It's it a often man is. Late 40s and older that's from Cabot Cove. Yeah, that's who it is. Was he a murderer in another episode? Or was he just a victim? He was the victim. So he's been a cop, a victim, and a murderer. But there's two episodes with him we haven't seen yet. Okay, got it. But I will say it's like the, is it hubris? (laughs) For these Cabot Cove, let's be honest, middle-aged men to think that they have as much of a shot with a woman in her 20s as like a rock star. It's like, right. in, in what universe did he think that this was going to, that getting rid of this guy was going to mean that this woman right. would be interested in him? Like, it's also right. dark because it's basically because she was nice to him as what a normal person would do. He took it as like, oh, like we're in love. Yeah, and how many times has that happened, like, just across the board, right? Like, where you're just being a decent human being and someone mistakes it. I'm saying mostly women being nice and men mistaking it mm-hmm. for, like, some sort of, like, affection or something or something more. Yeah, it's just, like, human decency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm, and it's not a flirt tactic. It's just no. you having, like, proper manners. Right. 
and her behavior towards him was part of why I absolutely thought he was her father. So uh-huh. I, you know, it's like he obviously wasn't reading the room on that very well. Totally. <laughs> but i think this has happened in cabin Cove before where they're like fall in love with some young girl and they're just like yeah of course like she's gonna be with me now and you're like oh you really believe in yourself and that's great but you know maybe in this instance not (laughs) so much right um so now we have to guess what glennis gave this episode now megan a little insight would be useful i honestly can say i have no idea I don't think she hated it. I, I mean, no, I, I have any idea. <laughs> I don't think she hated it. I think the music alone, she gave it an eight. Yeah. You think she gave it an eight? <laughs> I'm yeah. going to say six. I was going to say six. Okay. Eight. Yeah. Six. Damn. <laughs> you know why? Because I didn't think she was going to critically compare the last one to this one. And she said six. And I was like, she's just going to say six again. <laughs> Ashley is, is reading your mind, Glennis. I hope that doesn't <laughs> upset you. Sometimes when we watch Glennis, will like laugh out loud or she'll say something that gives me some kind of indication. But this one, I, I couldn't laugh out loud when his voice broke. Because <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> when what happened? His voice broke. I mean, <laughs> and then they did it a second time. I was like, round two, here we come. Right, right, and another right. good giggle do. about it. Uh, right. <laughs> All right, solid six. What was your favorite moment, Glennis? I mean, just when. Ernie Lively is trying to set up this enormous shotgun <laughs> and banning it on the party when Mort is like a uh, stone's throw away. I know. And then Jessica just like, it, honestly, I don't think, I, it, feel, it felt like it was a mannequin. They just sort of like wheeled her into the scene, <laughs> moved the body a little bit like she was talking. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Ashley, what did you give this one? And what's your favorite moment? I would say an eight because okay. it has young people in Cabot Cove and it actually was good. They weren't homicidal mm-hmm. or terrors. Um, and I'd say the music really like upped the ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite moment was when Seth rolled off the stage. <laughs> the amp <laughs> fell on his head. Yeah, but the amp was like, it was it didn't look like super bad, you know? And then he just kind of like rolled off the stage and all I could think of was that episode <laughs> where watch that, scene. that episode where he's lost in the woods and I just picture him rolling down the hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seth is a man who loves a pratfall. <laughs> so many episodes where he's so disheveled. And he's clinging to those uh, corduroy blazers like the yeah. no other. Yeah, yeah. All right, Megan. Hit us. Ten. Ten, Tens across the board. (laughs) Tens across the board. I mean, the whole episode's your favorite moment. I I knew I liked this episode, but rewatching it, I mean, all the little gems with like the merch and there's Mm -hmm. a sign of, it's like save the woods, but the O's are like a moose's eye. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's interesting because I really like it, even though normally this would be a knock, but like Jessica's not, I mean, she's in it, but it, there's just all these other people. Anyway, I loved, I loved every moment of it. God, now you're like talking me into it. Um, Honestly, I, I knew I, again, I knew I liked it, but I didn't realize how much I loved it. Right. Especially for a later season. It just. I think for me when it's not like my favorite moment but it really hit me with something quite real (laughs) was when (laughs) that song starts they start practicing the song at the beginning and I was like okay welcome home this is this is a this This is a good place for me Mm -hmm. I was like I'm so delighted by the fact that and because I, when you picked it, I genuinely was like, I cannot remember which episode this is. And that's normally true of a lot of them. And then you started like, oh yeah, yeah, this one, this one. And I was like, dang it, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and not what, not one, but two original songs. It's like, 
<laughs> I mean, everything with the band is fighting in the background. Honestly. Yeah. You know what? 10, I'm going to give it a 10. I really <laughs> enjoyed it. I, it, it was, I couldn't wait to talk about it. I was mm -hmm. like, this is a great one. Um, band being called in tempo was <laughs> just funniest thing I mean and the fact that they were like taking their music so seriously and they had been hard rock and changed to contemporary popular and that hadn't seemed to affect their street cred in any kind of real fundamental way or their own personal image of themselves was like yeah anyways yeah so my favorite bit is probably the opening sequence yeah <laughs> um okay does anybody have else anything else they want to add before you close out no all right well thank you so much everybody for listening and we hope you'll listen again next week bye bye rock on oh. <laughs> rock on <laughs>